my pre-save wasn't doing well, and then I was listening to a podcast, and like, there's four million podcasts in the world. I wouldn't start a podcast now. If I, and I was just like, oh, I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to St. Aubin Central. I'm your host St. Aubin. Daddy's back. I took the last week off. Um, Skywalker Scooter was out. <laughs> oh, whoever my mystery man is, and uh, I uh, I was just tired, dude. I was I'm, you know, social media. It is exhausting. Just uh, and I don't even post as much as some people, but. Sometimes I'll try to post like two or three times a day, which is a lot. But there are people there posting constant. They're posting like five to ten times a day, especially oh. on TikTok, dude. That and it's it's insane. And I was just like, you know what? I I you know I'm taking a week off. I think I posted once, um, because uh, I put po- yeah my I released my new, new song on Friday, um, called Where Did I Go Wrong? Where did I? Lost a friend somewhere along in the bed and nails. Yeah, it's a it's a fray cover. Um, I shaved my head for it and I put on some paisley shirts. Um, no, uh, where did I go out? Where did I go wrong? Is in the wild. I'm super stoked about it. I'm really. This is one of the songs that I actually have listened to, like prior to releasing it. I listened to it multiple times. It's just I really like it. It's really good. It's the verses are pretty chill, and then and then that chorus just kicks you right in the dick, dude. Where did I go out? Where did I go wrong? I don't think I went wrong with this song. Hmm. Hmm. I like it. The album art's dope. My buddy John Ralph. Shout outs to Johnny. Uh, he did the album art. Yeah, I'm really proud of it. Me and a friend wrote it. And then another guy uh, did like the back end production with shout outs to Jeremy because the the chorus melody is good. I think it's good on its own. I could play it acoustic and it's good. But homie added just some some beef sticks on the chorus, dude. Just some some massive just homie laid down some pipe on that chorus, dude. I'm not even kidding you. Where did I go wrong? I think it's the best song I've written. Um, you can't go wrong listening to it. It's incredible. So go listen to it. Go stream it. And if you don't like it, let me know why. Because I care about your opinion. <laughs> no? No, I'm super proud. I'm really... I get... Um, and this is where I was, I was talking to some friend. Like, it's important for me to chase fun, not fame. Uh, because I think when... Like what I was talking about earlier, when I get tired from posting on social media it's because i'm not having fun and it's like it becomes like a business transaction Mm. i have to constantly put out content and do this but it's like fun like the the pre-save campaign that i did i shot that video that was so much fun and then i shot another um video for the actual single uh when it came out and that's a lot of fun so 
I'm trying to get back to chasing fun, not fame. Because you, ch- fun is just fun, and you like to do it. F- chasing fame, you just you get burnt out so easily. You know when your priorities aren't aren't set up in a good way. Um, but now I think too, it's like now that I have a a song or a product to promote, I think that helps like the creative juices of trying to post and like doing some like fun videos and stuff like that. But, um, dude, I'm just, I'm super, I'm super, super proud of the song. Um, I'm really proud of the, the guys that I worked with. Um, I think it's really good. Um, I hope it will, it's actually, it's done better. My release has done better than it did. Um, my first release, which was like two months ago, anchors break. Um, I already have more streams the first day. So that's like, those metrics are looking good. Um, but I think too, man, it's just, it's just, a, it's a time game. You know, I talk, um, one of the best compliments I got a friend that I hadn't talked to in like a super long time. He called me out of nowhere and he was just like, Hey man, like this song is incredible. Like, I'm not just calling you just to like, you know, fluff you. Uh, <laughs> that's my job. <laughs> that's yeah, that's Scoot's job. <laughs> like, I'm not calling you just to 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 build. Like, he's like, this song is incredible. You know, he's like, how how can I help you? How can I how can more people hear it? And I was like, well, you got a quarter of a million dollars that I can pump mm. into the machine. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, he, he gave me he gave me a great compliment, and I was really really excited. I'm really excited about the foundation that I'm laying. Uh, for the future but the reality is is like you know this song could pop when i'm 55 years old just because when you put stuff out on the internet it lasts forever and you never know like the um stranger things song if i could make a deal with god like that song's huge right now it was also huge in the 80s but like one it's it's back you know so things just exist on the internet for a really long time um and I'm just I'm I'm very confident in the stuff that I'm putting out, um, and I I think it's just a matter of time. Oh oh, interesting song title. Um, it's another <laughs> one of my songs that no one listened to. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm stoked. We probably do. I'll release a remix in a, a couple weeks, and then another one. I think I'm gonna have probably a song out every three to five weeks up until. January when I actually do like an album release show or something like that. So I'm stoked, dude. Dang, you're gonna have your Kate Bush moment here in like 20 years. It's Kate Bush. That's that's the you know. Oh, is that the song? Oh, yeah, that's the Stranger Things song. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's a crazy thing too. Exactly. It's like music is <laughs> songs are so separated from the actual oh, artist, yeah. which is crazy. People, yeah. everybody knows the song, but they don't know the, who the artist is, which makes me. But I. I'm wondering, so uh, one thing I did for this song, and I think is an absolute waste of money, is pre-saves. I put some money into marketing. I think I put like 200 bucks into doing a pre-save ad. And I was so, like the ad, the ad did incredible in terms of Facebook marketing. So this is going to get, ooh, ooh, ooh. This is going to get a little nerdy. Um, but the cost per click which is what you're shooting for. Um, I think if you, if you, a good cost per click is like 20 to like 27 cents, somewhere in there. Like you're doing pretty good. Um, my cost per click, I believe was 15 cents, uh, which is incredible. So the nice. ad itself was really, really good. The problem with pre-saves 
it is too cumbersome for people to actually pre-save the song. Because um, you basically send it to somebody, uh, they click the link, and then they have to log into Spotify. Mm. Uh, because uh, whatever pre-save company organization that you use they need authorization from spotify to actually pre-save the song because it's not pre-saves in, in a lot of ways they don't exist it's kind of like a a website that's not activated and yeah you need you need authorization to gain access to it um but it's way too cumbersome like i mean if you think about it Anytime you've seen an ad on Facebook or on Instagram and it piqued your interest, you clicked it, but you're like still barely interested because you're kind of in scroll mode, you know, but then once you actually, and then you click it, you're like, you know what, let's try to buy it. You click it. And then it's just like, we need this information. You're like, see ya, Bubba. Yeah. Like it Bye. just pre-saves, pre-saves are a waste of time. I would tell anybody to never do a pre-save. The only time you do a pre-save is if you have fans who are like into what you're doing. But pre-saves, it's way too much work for some rando Calrissian who's scrolling on Facebook, sitting on the toilet, to like, you know what, let me remember my Spotify password to pre-save it. No one's going to do that. <laughs> Don't waste your time on pre-saves. And I was really bummed because the ad did super well. So many people, like, I think I got like a 1,000 clicks on it, which is incredible. So... I've learned a ton about music marketing just in the last, you know, couple weeks. Um, I think it was what, like a month ago. I was like super, I had like a really down moment where I was like really depressed. Cause like I put my one, I put a song and a remix out and I was just like, this hasn't popped yet. I'm a loser. Nobody, my pre-save, nobody cares about my music. And I think, People are right. They don't care about my music. They shouldn't care about my music. You have to give people a reason to care about my music. So I'm starting mm -hmm. to wonder if you, instead of marketing your product, you market yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you, you, you go more the influencer route as opposed to buy my product. Mm -hmm. Because like if, if you're trying to raise money or if you're just trying to get people's attention and they don't know who you are why would they why would they listen like why would they stream your song yeah. you know cuz like this is the thing with spotify this is another problem with like running or challenge with running spotify ads is if somebody clicks your song they have to listen to it for 30 seconds in order for it to count mm. so it's like yeah is it even worth it cuz like some people some people will but a lot of people won't. So that's the question I'm trying to figure out is, do I market my songs or do I just start taking out ads on more like podcast clips where it's more my personality or me doing something goofy or whatever as opposed to my song? And then you get maybe a few thousand new followers and then you put it out and then people are actually like, oh, he's actually good. Because I'm starting to get to the place where, I'm sorry, you, you keep looking like you want to talk, but. No, you're good. I, I think these batch of songs, I'm getting a different response from my friends than mm. I had. Like, normally, I'll, like, send them songs and, like, cool. Anyway, did you see this new show? But now people are like, hey, these are, like, oh, no, you're, like, actually writing. This is good. This is You're not just some rando who's, like, busking on the streets 
and like, hey, like, hey, you know, not that, you know, that's honest work, whatever, you know, <laughs> someone's going to come after me because I, you know, fuck off, you know, but like people are like, hey, man, this is actually like good. This is, and I'm like surprised that this is mm. actually good. So I'm starting to get there, but, oh, fuck, I lost my thought train. Well, I was going to say, it's interesting, like, I feel like the experience from, at least in, anecdotally for me is like, I rarely am on a social account and I hear a song and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to check them out. Like right yeah. now, like it has to really hit sure. home. Like it has to be right in the pocket for me to go like, okay, I'm going right to Spotify and look. Yep. Cause most of the time it's like, I'm already following people. I'm already gone to a concert of, or I've already mm-hmm. like listened to them. So I already have their social, like, I'm, they're already on my radar. So like new artists, usually if I see them like on those like paid ads, I'm like, eh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, well then there, I mean, tough. that, that study came out that, the vast majority of music it, that is consumed is old catalog. So music that's like mm. five years old or older, yeah. you know, um, people just aren't really listening because I think content, it, we're just at an oversaturation point. I mean, there's, where do you get does, new music? Like when, when does it pop into your like, world? um, I mean, I, every Friday I'm on Spotify and just, I go to the new releases mm-hmm. Um, but then honestly, TikTok, yeah, like TikTok just did, um, uh, they filed like a something for TikTok music. Hmm. So they might step into the music game, the, um, compete with Spotify, which hmm. would be, be pretty crazy. Cause a lot of people are, are using TikTok. That's oh, where they yeah. find songs. Yeah. You know, they, they go on there and like, what's trending right now? What are other people doing? Cause which may be better for TikTok as opposed to Spotify because I'm almost positive if you want a new release on Spotify, you have to pay. Mm. That would be my, that's my guess. I could be wrong. There's a lot of marketing, like any banner on Spotify, Mm -hmm. if you're on like the homepage, somebody paid for that. Oh yeah. TikTok, there is definitely like a paid feature, but it tracks like this is what's, you know, trending and it's like, but it's very user friendly. And yeah. people are like, oh, this is cool. So TikTok music might might disrupt Spotify quite a bit. Oh yeah. And it's at least I mean, I would assume that they would have some sort of paid platform. You'd have to pay a monthly fee. I don't think it would be free, but I, I could remember. be wrong. I can't remember, but yeah, it's uh it's interesting because I do feel like I hear songs first if I'm scrolling TikTok. Like yep. if there's like some brand new song like i remember like i know we were talking about lizzo the other week but like her that about damn time like i remember i first heard it tiktok and then it was yep. spotify then it was the radio yep. it was kind of you yep. know waterfall that way so it's interesting like where music's discovered by the masses now because mm-hmm. i still think a lot of my newer music still comes from just like spotify's like discover weekly or mm-hmm. like the new release section but going out and hunting for those bands like it's it's rare for me to type in a band, you know. It's it's more often it just falls yeah. in my lap from the algorithm. But that's you know? but that's why I, I you know it's interesting people. There used to be a time when people were disconnected in a way from the creators of things, the creators of songs, the creators of movies, the actors in movies. But now. I think people want a relationship. Like they want, they want, or like a community. Mm-hmm. They want to be a part of something. They want to, they want to follow you as opposed to the song. 
I mean, if it like think about it, like yeah. the Paul brothers, they're mm-hmm. boxing now. Crazy. Jake Paul is the biggest boxer in the world right now. A YouTuber who was a Disney Channel star. He is the biggest boxer in the world right now. Like, are people watching because of his boxing? No, they're watching because they like Jake Paul. Yeah, they they've done like I think uh, Logan Paul is a platinum song. Insane. So it's like, I think musicians need to be look more like influencers Mm -hmm. as opposed to a songwriter. Yeah. And you got you got to figure because once once people are in the fold and they're part of the club, they're like, oh, you did this, cool. Yeah. Oh, you did this, cool. And you can pivot because like, I think we're entering into a world like genre is gonna be meaningless. Nobody's gonna care. Like yeah. they want to connect with whoever the artist is. And it's fairly easy to reinvent your sound and music. Yeah. So quickly nowadays, like it's not like. We were a rock band. Yeah. And that's all we are. It's like, no, you can like switch it up. Like 100%. In a, and a lot of it too. It's like, I mean, year. the industry moved away from rock bands. I mean, yeah. there's not name. You can name maybe three, two, the 1975 and maybe uh, what's uh, Imagine Dragons. Like, which they're, they're falling off a little bit. Um, <laughs> but like, those are like the only two. That are like big, still going. Still going that I can think of. But everything else, it's solo artists. Yeah, and like I, I like people want they want to they want to fuck with the artists. They don't. Mm. I don't think they care about what they necessarily do. I mean, obviously to an extent they yeah. do, um, mm. but I, yeah, I just I don't know. That's what I th- and I think a lot of comedians too. Like Andrew Schultz is the the guy that I that I look up to, and he bought a special back and made a ton of money. He made three times the amount that he got paid, and I think it was Amazon was going to mm. do it but i i feel connected to him and he was just yeah. spiritually dude like <laughs> tip to tip you know and he when he when he bought a special bag he's like hey you guys can buy it immediately without even thinking it's like here's here's 15 dollars. yeah you've given me so much content here's 15 dollars. and the reason it worked is because i have i feel like i'm a part of his gang there's a certain like peak of wanting to follow somebody to where like whatever they release you're you're on board like mm-hmm. there's a certain point where you're still like iffy with artists like yep. ah, it's not worth the ten dollars for the album it's not quite but once you have that established like mm-hmm. i like this artist i like what they're about and you have that fan base yep. and like yeah it, that's what i mean like that, independence you know? dude like mm. the independent route that's the new way and mm-hmm. i think the the new model is give 90 percent of your stuff away from for free yep and then keep that 10% precious, you know, have some sort of paywall or something and give them something that they can't find anywhere else. That's mm. the way to do it, man. I do. Independence. I mean, I think that's why when we're talking about Beyonce, her, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I haven't listened to the whole album, but I wasn't that impressed with her. New, and I'm being very careful with, cause I know Beyonce is the queen. Okay. <laughs> She's gonna shut this whole thing down. Beyonce is the queen, but consider me the court jester. All right. <laughs> and the jester's job is to keep them humble. Beyonce, you could have done a better job. <laughs> it's just like it's the house, like it was a lot of it just like like all the only people listening to this album are gay Italian men who are hairy and have a pot belly. They're sitting in their underwear and they're just (laughs) 
They love it, dude. They love it. Anyone else? They don't. But to get back to the point, um, I think a lot of these like mega stars are struggling to keep up with the independent stars. Like, case in point, that one song, how many songwriters did that one song of Beyonce's have? It was like 20-something. 20 songwriters. That's absolutely insane. Mm. But these big corporations, they will do anything they can to ensure that this is the best product and that people keep listening to it. Because people are, because the internet just like, democratize the world people can find their own communities people can do and really consume whatever they want like they don't have to you you only bought albums back in the days because you know a record label told you to buy it and it's awesome you know but now people can go find twitch stream or like if you just like dick around on twitch for a little bit you can find somebody who's like incredible you're like holy shit this is amazing yeah that's that's the whole I mean, that's the secret sauce everyone's trying to find is that algorithm of just like getting discovered on your own. You don't need that, you know, big, bad company behind yeah. you. But. Yeah, but I think like people like Beyonce, um, the Drakes, I mean, they're, they're going to be fine. They'll be fine. They are, they are, you know, solidified as goats for if, sure. But they're, I think they're going to be a thing of the past in the next few years. It feels kind of like Tom Brady to me. It's like, is Tom Brady inherently good? Like, yeah, he, of course. But, like, he also has, like, 50 people monitoring his vitals, yep. 10 nutrition people. Like, I mean, so he has so much support to stay on top of his game. So it's, I feel like that's how the same with artists is, like, yeah, of course, like, Beyonce's, like, amazing. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's, like, she has, like, 30-something people, 50-something people yep. behind her making sure well, and the, she's I dropping think it's, like, it's this lie of the industry, even, like, from television to movies to even music – they sold this lie that, oh, you need at least 50 to 100 people working with you in order to get something. Like, I I could do it if I had a video person and a marketing person and then, like, a booking person, four people. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all you need. You know, I mean, and you don't even need that. Like, you could do it by yourself with the camera. If you want to sleep, yeah. Yeah, you just, like, it's a ton of work, you know? <laughs> like, I feel, I was talking to Buddy, like, I I get tired, dude, because it's like it's overwhelming when you're a solo artist. Because it's like, not only do I have to write songs, I also have to post on social media. I also have to do the podcast. I have to edit the podcast. I have to edit, you know, I have to shoot my live shows. Then I have to edit my live shows. And then, oh, I need to do merch too. So let's do that. Oh, I want to start doing some shows. So Mm. let's do that. It's like the list goes on and on. and, And it's like, it's exhausting, you know, but you get. So you can do it yourself. You just if you're hyper organized, mm. like you can get it done. But like in an ideal world, you have like a, a lean team of like two or three people. Yeah, mm. alleviate stuff so you can just so you can just get going. But um, yeah, I don't know. The future's exciting. I think uh, I'm curious. I think the next route I'll take with like marketing stuff is more influencer personality. I hate saying influencer sounds fucking dork you just need a you need a nice like set of cheeks on you that's what you're missing i do have you seen my butt what's yeah it's it's lighter than my body (laughs) it looks like you um (laughs) no but uh yeah so we'll see like i I think instead of well actually i'm running a marketing campaign right now with where did i go wrong so i'll kind of see what happens with that but um 
I think that most of my stuff is going to be marketing like Instagram posts or, or whatever. I'm still trying to figure out the podcast thing. The podcast thing is like, it's definitely consistency, but I think the podcast, it's going to be like five years before anybody else finds it. You know, there's 4 million podcasts. That's, that's what you remember when I told you I was feeling like down and depressed is one, my pre-save wasn't doing well. And then I was listening to a podcast. Like there's 4 million podcasts in the world. I wouldn't start a podcast now. If it, and I was just like, Oh, I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm a loser. Cause that's all the world needs is another podcast. It is saturated. I was looking through just seeing how I was just trying to search up some different topics and just the amount, like you can look up it's any crazy. topic and there's crazy. 10 podcasts about and it. And there's so many people who are doing the exact same thing that I'm doing, except like, it's just different because like, you can't replicate my personality. They're just way better. You know, yeah, they're, just, they're just they're way better. Well, it's a it's a predominantly <laughs> white space. There you go. And we need to decolon decolonize podcasts, Hell yeah. dude. Yeah. Too many white people hosting podcasts. Unbelievable. Decolonize podcasts. Thank you. What do you mean, thank you? It's your your fault, dude. I'm sorry. It's yeah, you're right. <laughs> Please forgive me. Yeah. I don't know. It was lo- like looking at the stats, I was just like, geez. But I'm like, out, out of that 4 million, how many are active, do you think? That's the thing, though, is like, you could also say the same thing about Spotify is like, there's got to be hundreds of millions of artists on there. Mm-hmm. But you think about how many are just like one song that's like half recorded on like a, you know, some guy's like phone and he uploads it to Spotify once six years ago. Yep. Yeah. That's. I guarantee there's probably I, 25% of Spotify is that. I wouldn't be surprised if over half of the podcasts are unactive or not oh, consistent. Yeah. And think about how many just like little, you know, small businesses or like, you know, churches or whatnot. We're like, we're going to start a podcast. They do two episodes and they're done. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, there's so much. Like, I mean, I, and then like, I, I did art speaker like years ago. You guys had, I mean, how many still, episodes did you go? I mean, I don't know. Maybe like quite a lot. 20, 30. Yeah. Maybe more. But um yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely an oversaturated space. But yeah, I still think it's one of the ways to just like you need to put your footprint all over the place and people can find you. Yep. You know. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. What's our time? We're right at twenty six. Twenty six? Yeah. I know we're scrimping for topics here. Are we? Dude, i just been like, oh, you know what we could talk about? This is, uh, I'll end up with this. Bumbling Joe Biden, dude. Like, Sleepy Joe, as the Great White Hope calls him. Oh like, did you see that? Did you he's the Great White Hope? <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot, uh, there's this one dude. Oh my God. He's hilarious. His name's Je- Jesse Lee Peterson oh. or something like that. He's a black guy who's like a troll. Uh, he's a conservative talk show host but he calls trump the great white hope oh my god but did you see like he's built he's continuing to build the wall really yeah he like in his defense he did cancel some of the contracts of building it but there's one there's one spot in like arizona that he's just like well it's for the safety of other people and i'm just like i like one of the american people gonna wake up dude politics is the the longest running theater production oh. 
like of all time. It's, it's ridiculous. Dumb. They're just pointing fingers. They're racist, blah blah blah. And then, but then their team does the same thing, and it's like, well, it's different. Yeah. Fuck off, dude. Oh, he has We're, more heart in it now. It's just like it. I I can't I can't take it. Just look at the end product. We built a stupid wall. Remember the like images of it? Yeah. It's like, and it was like falling over and stuff. First of all, who designs a wall? And it's like, let's put four foot gaps between each beam, like. So it literally anything could slip. A motorcycle could drive right through it right it's, now. It's it's just I just couldn't like when I saw it, and I'm just like you got it. But then I read like multiple sources, and like Fox News was just like, oh, the hypocrisy. Trump was a racist, but you know Biden is a uh, doing something good. And then like CNN was just like, well, it's for you know the yeah. safety of of. People, it's, it's for just like, water displacement. Come on, and, you dude. Know. It's just like when <laughs> are we like we're like we're done. We are so done with my team versus your team. And like, why can't we just look like call bullshit bullshit? Like, so much of politics is just all bullshit. They're all like catering to special interest groups or to the loudest people on Twitter or to corporations. Like, that's all they're doing. Like uh, I, somebody tweeted this, or like um, it was like uh, the working class, and they're like, "Help us!" And then it was like Republicans, no. And then it was like Democrats, no. BLM, like uh, with a rainbow flag, you know, they're the <laughs> no. same. They're the same. Like other than like abortion, maybe that like that's the probably the biggest dividing thing, which yeah, you know, sometimes. And I think I like I can't remember who was talking about this, but they make some good points of. I feel like they throw like the the Roe v. Wade thing got leaked just for to like get us yelling at each other again before they're doing all their all their other stuff, you know, that like we don't see while they're make while Nancy Pelosi's trading her stocks, dude. It's just I don't know. I'm done. I'm moving to Sweden, you know. We're going. <laughs> I'm gonna have a kid over there, they'll welcome me with open arms. Because I look different than everyone else there. Those beautiful fucks, <laughs> you know? I heard the fish there are good, though. The fish? Have you had lutefisk? No. Dis- I was talking about Swedish the fish. The most... Dis- <laughs> oh, nice. Lutefisk is the most disgusting meal I've ever... It's like fish eggs. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's but not... It's like, it's like poor people's caviar, dude. It's disgusting. It's absolutely yeah, disgusting. Doesn't sound good. Anyway, uh, well done, Joe. Well done, <laughs> bumbling Joe Biden. It's... Uh, Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I have very little hope in American politics. But, uh, you know, just leave me alone. Stay off my lawn and we'll be good to go. Okay, pumpkin? <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, my new single, Where Did I Go Wrong, is out on the internet. Um, if you don't like it, why don't you tell me where I went wrong with it. Um, and I will find you. I'll find you. I'll find you. But thanks for listening, everyone. I'll see you. Ciao, ciao for now.